Good evening, Monadnock Region, and welcome to Go Mo Tonight, the Monadnock Region's only locally focused comedy podcast. We're here in the Space Lounge this week. I'm your host, Christopher DiLoretto, and I'm here with both of my delightful co-hosts this week. Zoe Roten-Heinzman. And I do just have to um, make this one little comment that I thought was funny. Zoe knows this, but... um, you know, a lot of times I'm sitting down here and there might be a kid or two in the room while I'm um, preparing an episode for release, you know, and like getting the, you know, and that involves the audio and then the video as well. So the beginning of the episode will often inadvertently play many times. And Manny started doing impressions. My youngest, my eight-year-old can do an impression of me saying, good evening, Monadnock region, and welcome to, <laughs> you know, like he's got the, he's got the cadence right and everything. I thought that, you know. Kind of cute, kind of funny, um, but uh, good to be here. We did have another week off for the 4th of July last week, and uh, obviously Sam was not with us for the week before that, and um, it is, despite our many jokes, um, it is not because he was you know, too cowardly to be associated with us. Um, he he uh, actually was, as I, as I said, he was in Salisbury. Um, but welcome back, Sam. Nonetheless, you have had some some difficulties of late. I have, yeah. I got my uh, got my Facebook account not just hacked, as we colloquially refer to it as now, but literally um, taken over and um, posted horrible, lewd videos on my Facebook account, and um, Facebook immediately shut it down. And then I tried to appeal it, and um, Facebook, you know, working primarily, if not exclusively, on automation, didn't didn't seem to didn't seem to work the whole appeal process, and so they uh, they permanently disabled my account. Yeah, like, sorry, yeah. fuck yourself. You know, take care. And that was that was that. And so, yeah, I don't have one now, and uh, my business, I still have it on there because I had an, uh, sort of an alternative account uh, as an administrator. Um, more so I could go That's on good. just to manage the business without like getting sucked into Facebook. Oh, um, yeah. Which now I'm like, I like I'm considering whether or not I even want to do Facebook, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's probably a good thing for me given my work, but it certainly has been, you know, but um, that was a kick in the pants, you know? I, I mean, I will say, I do think it's your personal account. That is the reason that people know you as Sam Abbott sells homes literally is that's where it started you know yeah. i mean i did that so every time i posted people would see and oh remember that i sell real estate and now i've kind of branded that way since then but that is indeed where that's because i mean there's been because there's been times when i've been like yeah you, you know sam abbott and they're like sells homes like that that's how they <laughs> instead of saying yes they're like yeah sells homes <laughs> does, does facebook refer to you as mr holmes it doesn't <laughs> refer to me but yeah the last name would be sells homes yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Is it like hyphenated cells, Mr. Cells? Just yeah, just uh, just cells. They, they don't make you put the hyphens in. Cells they homes. weren't too particular about the the name thing. As long as you don't change it too often or make it too horrible, mm. they they tend to let it fly. I think. But I saw and somebody I mean, else. If you think about it, like that's not that different from like a a you know certain like um like middle northern European last names, right? You know, like butcher, Miller, you know, drink water. Um, like, like all of these names that just refer to an occupation, right. You know, and so right. Sam sells homes, <laughs> Sam sells homes. 
Yeah. But but tell us about how it happened. How did they get you? Right. Because it's relevant. It's very important. It was was a phishing email. And, uh, you know, like I don't, I like to think I'm a pretty, pretty great guy, but I I don't think I'm that goddamn important, you know, but I, I got this email and it was a Facebook, like meta, meta ad, something or other. And I do have an advertising account through my business. And, um, when I check my email, I look at it on my phone, uh, in Gmail as all accounts. Right. So Mm -hmm. anything that's not my business account, I typically don't log into the other eight emails I have. I just, I do it that way. It was, it was, I mean, the only way to know would have been to ch- click on it and check the, s- the sender, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which was not a Facebook email address. You know, had I right. done that, it would have been very clear. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, it was, I mean, perfectly believable, except for yeah. one typographical error that I did not notice until I had already had this happen to me. Um, Facebook Manager, M E N A G E R. Fucking bastard. You know, and uh, and that's how they got me. It was basically saying one of my ads had been reported, and I had like one, I had one retargeting ad that was longstanding, and I'm like, it's probably one of these people who got pissed off and said it was, you know, whatever reported it for some reason, or or yeah. another another agent who just was like people do that. And, people do report things just to be because they're annoyed, yes. you know? Right, yeah. and I'm like, you know, whatever. So I clicked into the thing and had to log in. Yep. And, and so doing, um, you know, wrote my little thing, like, you know, I sell real estate, big fucking deal. Like none of the ads are that bad. And then the other night it was like, maybe the next night or night after that, it was nine o'clock, I got an email that said, you know, some random email address has added themselves as an admin on your account. Oh, and I'm shit. like, what the fuck is this dude? And I like, yeah. I'm like, it was like Sarah something or other at gmail.com. And I went and looked, and I sat down on my computer and I mean, like I, I looked this up after, I guess it's fairly common, but um, they, they, they post things that Facebook will recognize as like off limits, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, like, I'd, I'd read that other people had had, they'd, they'd post like, you know, video footage from like Afghanistan where they're killing American soldiers and shit, you know? Oh Jesus. Um, yeah. and, or like they'll change your, your, you know, name to the ISIS flag or some shit. Um, oh, crazy! So they're wow. Right. So they're just doing it to fuck with you. The fuck with I mean, people. It's, it's yeah, strictly, strictly to fuck with you. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Why? Like, I don't. I, don't, I just no, don't get no it. angle, really. I mean, the Online only thing I read is one person got his PayPal hacked, and they they like paid for an ad through the ad thing. It was like seven hundred fifty bucks. I don't know. Mine. They didn't try to that with me, as far as I know. I, I took all my shit off PayPal anyway. But um, yeah. What they posted on mine was was I mean that's that's bad you know but what they yeah. posted on mine I think was 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 worse I mean it was wow horrible and of course it's me I get fucking twenty twenty two hundred twenty three hundred yeah Facebook I know friends. I sit yeah. down on the computer and I see these videos and I'm I'm like and it's it's my account like how do you report it you can't you know yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, they just posted one after the other after the other and it was just like oh my I'm like I'm really glad they shut it down so quickly I hope nobody had to see it. And, uh, you know, my, did, my guess, right. Sam, too, though, is that they're um, probably their automated things that catch things probably held it up from going into people's feeds before they actually shut mm-hmm. it down anyway. So, like, I bet you you won't hear anybody say that. Like, the only, like, y- y- if you have a Facebook stalker who, like, was on your page and, like, scrolling the Sam Abbott sells homes page, they might have been able to see it during that window, you know? Yeah. But they probably didn't put it in the algorithm, like in the in the algorithmic flow, 
um, is my guess. Because, I mean, Sam, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm on Facebook kind of a lot. And, you know, people that I'm close to, like you guys, like when, and neither of you post that much. So when you do, like, I usually see it, it shows it to me, you know, like I, it, it knows, you know, um, and I didn't see any of that. So if I didn't see it, I bet you nobody saw it. Yeah, no, I hope not. It was really. I mean, because I would have noticed that. I mean, Sam's posting some weird video. Let's see that. Holy shit. Sam, what the fuck's the matter with you? Know, like, right, yeah. It's like, oh my God. No, so, actually, yeah, I mean, I would have immediately known it wasn't you. I was horrified and freaking out, you know, but after the fact, I'm like, okay, it's it's probably unlikely that anybody did see that. And anybody that I talk, I only talked to a handful of people, but nobody did. And at least if, it, you know, worse comes to worse, if anybody did see it, no one's going to assume totally. that you did it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your story of being hacked is very believable <laughs> because yeah. you know anybody who even who even knows you from your like logo you know what i mean is going to be like that guy wouldn't do that on purpose you know <laughs> yeah and i think i think most people have encountered that kind of thing before or like yeah. heard of it you know it's not like oh yeah you know you're not making up a story that doesn't right. ring true yeah right right i mean that's the only right. thing i've really encountered like you see like there's somebody that you're friends with and they have it's like a copied account you know and they like you accept the friend request. They have no friends. You're like, oh, weird, you know. And then yeah. they send you a weird message. They're like, hey, yeah. how's it going? I'm like, I haven't talked to you in 15 years. Like, but I'll be like, it's going okay, you know. And then if they <laughs> act weird or ask me for money or something, I just report it, you know. Yeah. Right. Like, this was like full fledged, like, uh, like you know, Blitzkrieg, fucking destroy your Facebook account. And I'm like, yeah, right, you know, right. Why? Like, what's yeah. the angle? I think it's like yeah. it's like a fucking terrorist attack. It's just to just to sabotage somebody fuck yeah. their life up you know but i'm like i'm not that bitter about it but it was in the moment it was just like jesus this is just terrible you know and that then facebook to be like well oh, sorry fuck yourself was was a little i mean i was just surprised you know that's disappointing not surprising but disappointing yeah and so but i do just want to point out though um to our our listeners out there that this is what happened to the town of peterborough and what I have been saying consistently since it happened to the town of Peterborough is that this can happen to anybody and that you shouldn't be calling people idiots or saying that the town was negligent or anything like that. This could happen to you. This could happen to you. You know, like Sam is not an, an elderly computer illiterate person. You know, like he said, he's a person with eight email addresses, you know, who like juggles business on a phone. You know what I mean? Like, and so he know you know, so he knows his shit and it still happens. Like I said, I you know, um I know it's of businesses. A, it's such a gotcha. I mean, like I get it, you know, and I, I can mm -hmm. see how it's like a bad move, but I mean it was like eight thirty at night or some shit, and I'm like, Oh, this is weird, you know, like I just that's what happens. Like, that's what they bank on. That is what they yeah. bank on. You is I mean, and they're it's a volume game, you know. So they're doing this to so many people that hoping that one of the thousand of you or whatever reads it at 8.30, tired, and like doing something else at the same time, click, 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 and it's over, you know? And that that's literally how they get you. And, you know, as I was, like I said, I've, I've known businesses this happened to. I've known of tech companies that this has happened to. Um, uh, and, and as, you know, and I've been through like cyber, I've been through cybersecurity training, you know? And one of the things that they actually teach you is that the 
Um, and I think that this applies to you, even though it wasn't a money thing. And I definitely think that it applies to Peterborough. They were talking about it in a, in a corporate um, context, but the, num- the, ta- the main targets for these are small to medium-sized businesses um, because the, the big ones, um, you know, they either, they, they have multiple ways of repelling a ransomware attack, say, you know what I mean? They can have backups, they can have money, they can have, you know, all these things that like, they, they can beat you through size and resources. They also have better systems to catch these things that, you know, all those things, but the small, to medium size, right? Lower resources, you're dealing with, you know, ordinary people. And it's the same, like I said, same with the town, small to medium sized town. And, um, you know, you could take a lot more money in theory from Manchester, right. But you're not, you're not going to be able to have your, there's going to be too many layers of bureaucracy in Manchester to get through, even if the phishing attack works initially. Right. But in a town like Peterborough, small number of people, small operation, that's just the nature of it. You can't, you can't, um, wish your way out of that. So I do think that's, you know, I'm sorry that it happened to you, Sam, but I do think it's a good lesson for people to see is that it, it can happen to anybody. Don't be too judgmental about the town, um, towards the town over this or, or the individuals, um, who, who did lose their jobs anyways, which is normal, you know, that's, that's to be expected, but you know, again, let's not, let's not hate them as people because like I've been saying this whole time, it could have been you. I swear to God, I don't care who you are. It could have been you. Um, so good to know. I hope you come back though, Sam. Um, but I, as I've experienced in the past, um, in, in less nefarious ways, uh, Facebook customer service is non-existent appeals process, non-existent getting a human to talk to you is impossible like the IRS, uh, you're like cases. fucking Christ, you know. It's I mean, awful. at least the IRS will send you a mailer. They'll be like, you know, Seriously. you gotta wait twelve weeks to get it. But it's like, at I least the IRS has a phone number. At least right. the IRS it's has a phone number you can call. Hours on the phone waiting yeah. to get a phone but but still, yeah. But right. it exists, you know. And um, Facebook, forget it, forget it. And it's 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 terrible. And we all know Facebook is is bad you know, at this point. And some, some of us are never probably going to be able to get off of it until it, until we're forced off of it or it dies because that's just the way it is. And I mean, I was, I was saying to Zoe yesterday, like, um, part of it for me too, is that like, I, it's just such an easy way to find people. And it's not even that I'm looking for anybody anymore, but I would like to be found if someone's looking for me. And it's a really easy way to do that. And it happens once in a while. And I just don't want to walk away. You know, I could, I could see myself if I ever develop the backbone of discipline in my life, not going on it as much, but I can't delete the account. I can't terrible as it is as a company, everything about it. And I don't, I don't even blame them that much for putting us in bad moods or whatever, you know, which they do or they have done in the past. Um, they, 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 they have, they have intent, like they, they know, they actually know how to fuck with our emotions by by tweaking our feed and it works and it's real and they're really good at it. And they supposedly do it less now or they do it in a more benevolent way. Why why would they, they why would they, why would they, um, but, nothing about that is good 
So maybe Sam should take this golden opportunity. I guess so. That's what I read. I People are like, Time hey, maybe be- I'll fucking not go back on. I'm like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I believe that they're they always going to get, they lure you back in. They get you back. What did you, what'd you say? You go to TikTok? I said time for you to go to TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Take that leap. Well, I mean, crazier still. I like the other day, I just like called people on my phone for work, you know, just to say hello. And yeah. I'm like, you know, that's, that's part of it too, is Facebook gives me this false sense of connection. That's really like, I mean, it's, it's, it's there. It's not nothing, but it's vague yeah. and, and kind of superficial, you know? And so to actually reach out and yeah, but more with people. Don't call me though. I won't, I won't call yeah. you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook Messenger, like a lot of a lot of important stuff happens on Facebook Messenger that's real. It's true. That's true. true. That's true. Yeah, I have some significant, definitely some significant. I've got a lot of business. And, and it could be chat. It just happens to be Facebook Messenger. It's separate yeah. from the Facebook feed, right? That's right. right. But like, like feed bad, chat fine. Don't call me. (laughs) It's actually really funny too that you say that because you know, like I have, I have this just rolling group chat with my buddies John and Pat that's been going on for years now, and it's in Facebook Messenger. And there was one of those days, sometime in the last six months or so, when Facebook had had their like outage for like four hours or whatever, and we did pretty quickly get back up online on text. Like we 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 kept it going, but I will say this. Even though it worked fine on text, you know, as a group message and everything, the second Facebook came back, we moved back. Yeah. And I don't, and it's, that's not like, I don't, I don't have a preference for messenger in that right. context. It's just, it's, it's where, it's where we talk in the, me totally. and these two dudes. And, yeah. you know, like I have people, like I talk to you guys mostly on Gmail, on, on Google chat. There's some people that I just text or I message. Um, but then there's definitely a whole bunch of people that like primary method of contact is, is messenger. And it's yeah. just been like that for years. And so it's, so it is. Yeah. S- same. I mean, I, I can't explain it, but like different people just have different homes. Right. Yeah. And in, in fact, I even have a few people that I know will respond to me faster. If I go to Instagram direct messages, same. You know? Yeah. Um, so it is kind of funny that we have all of these different tools that do exactly the same thing and that we have specific like people for each one. And like, I don't, you, you can't even say, I don't even think you can say specific uses for each one because the use is the same in all the use, cases. Yeah, just the use is chat. The it's just the chat. There have uh, definitely been times where I've like needed to get in touch with someone quickly and like sent them the same message on, on one multiple. platform and then, and then realize like, no, they're like an Instagram person mm, or whatever. And then yep. just like take it over there. And then I get my reply that I need. It's yeah. I don't know why. I don't know. It's weird. But whatever you do, don't go to Twitter and really don't go to TikTok. <laughs> either. That's the thing is there's no, that's the thing is that, I mean, no, I can see Sam doing one of those like dancing, pointing text videos about like selling his homes or whatever, if like dance in front of the thing, house and like point here and the price comes up. the advantages <laughs> and point some of the drawbacks. <laughs> I can see it. I don't know if that's already a thing that exists, but. It may be. Not for me. I'm sure there's real estate people that do that. I'm certain well, there of absolutely it. absolutely are. I'm yeah. certain of it. I just hate that. I, 
I mean, I might, I might go over to Twitter if Elon Musk really cleans the place up, you know? Although I got, I got a new, I get Elon Musk related news alerts on my phone, not on purpose. I did not sign up for this or choose this. My no phone, trip, even if you did. My phone just decided, much like, I don't remember if we talked about this on the podcast, but there was like a cross-country skier that froze his penis, like back in the, in the winter. I think Bill Mullen posted it on Facebook, but I I had gotten two phone alerts about this news story, but I don't know. I don't know what it thinks of me. You get some weird alerts. Yeah. (laughs) But it sends me everything that happens in Elon Musk's life. So I got an alert today. I got two Elon alerts today. One about his new, new secret twins. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what? Yeah, I was going to say his new kids. Yeah, his, his new, new secret twins. And then the second about. one is that the Twitter deal is is in danger. And I didn't read the article because it wasn't. It was like only an hour ago. It's on it. and it's in danger and it's on for like a long time now. And I don't know what's going to happen. And I really don't. And for the record, I don't have any illusions about him being a hero or anything. I do think Twitter could be better if it was the way that he seems to want it to be, though, even if it involves like user charges, because I would pay two bucks a month for a clean Twitter for like a good Twitter. That's worth two bucks a month to me. A hundred percent. You know, if it's not just a bunch of journalists like showing off for each other and like, yeah, it's a cesspool. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, I like I waited over there like a just a. Oh my God. I am so repulsed by it. It blows my mind. Um, but yeah, he, but Sam, for the record, it's look, you look like you weren't familiar with this story, but Elon Musk had twins like last year with an executive at one of his companies called Neuralink. Um, that's the one that's going to like, that like does the brain chips. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't he have like three sets? He has triplets and twins with his first wife. Yeah. He has, he, he literally like, this is not me joking. Like he has like some ideas about helping to populate the world with smart people. Like that's on on his Twitter. The pinned post is about like population growth decline. Population decline. However you want to phrase that. Like, the birth rate is falling. That's a better way to phrase it. <laughs> it's important to have a lot of off like, to, for him personally to have a lot of offspring. That's and, one thing uh, ideologically, but then how the fuck does he keep cranking out twins and triplets? Well, many women, men can do that. You see, I think um, I think that the triplets at least were IVF, and the oh, twins yeah. may no, well. I'm, I'm, I'm sure well. there were no. I'm oh. sure there were some fertility drugs and stuff involved somewhere gotcha. along the chain, but this was. These kids were happening at the same time as him and Grimes were having their second child through a surrogate. So Grimes wasn't actually pregnant at the time, but someone else was pregnant with Grimes and his baby at the same time that the director at Neuralink was pregnant with two other of his babies. He has like nine kids. I, I saw a New York yeah. Times headline today. was like, he has nine kids that we know of, but every, it, just like Boris Johnson, he's got like seven confirmed. But everyone thinks there's more. Um, R.I.P. Boris uh, stepping down. Now Steve is stepping down today. Also timely. Um, him and Elon uh, father lots of people with many women. And um, father lots of people with many women. That is that, is, that is what they do. Um, and everyone thinks Elon probably has more than nine, um, but nine are acknowledged. But then the one the one daughter like disowned him. 
recently. Yes. Um, he has a transgender daughter um, who doesn't want, just changed her name and doesn't want anything to do with him uh, anymore. Um, she is not, neither a twin nor a triplet, right? No, like, or, she's on her she's, own. She's, she's on the, her own. The one single birth from the first wife. So he's got six with her. Seven with her? Six with her? No, know. it's, no, it's got to be, no, it's got to be five with her because he's got two with Grimes and two with new director. And the times is saying he's got nine as of now. Um, okay. So, so then no. So she, yes, you're right. Um, his daughter is one of the twins. Two. His daughter's one of the twins. Okay. Oh, okay. Just, this is, is important. We have yeah, to, this, we have this, to this make sure important. we report this. Yeah, correctly. We must be accurate about this for ethical reasons. Um, yeah, I wonder if she's cut off from the money, you know, but none of my business. I don't, you know, so, what are you going to say? Interesting speculation. TikTok, but though. But the reason when they I, when found I read... out... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. The reason that they, that they found out about these new twins is because the, the mother of them, like, filed some papers to get his last name, uh, like, added to their name. Yeah, so, like, yeah. there could be any number of, you know, if they don't file any papers... <laughs> to get his name on there. Right. Who knows how many there are. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. That is interesting. No, I was just going to say, though, TikTok, though, like, anytime, I don't like banning things, but anytime I hear, like, the FCC wants to, like, tell Apple and Google to get it off the App Store, I'm like, yeah, get it off the App Store. I, we don't need Chinese Vine, like, infecting our lives, you know? I mean, God, I recognized 10 years ago with that first system, and I'm like, you know what? Watching short, like, short video... It's like that line that is often memed in in Sopranos lore when the, the original line was that remember when is the lowest form of conversation. But like God Almighty, short video is the lowest form of communication. I'm convinced of it. It is just nothing is nothing is worse for the brain, for the soul, everything else. I I cannot abide it. We have joked many times about like doing a TikTok. Um you know, if the State Department doesn't ban it, you never know. <laughs> Is that your TikTok going off? <laughs> TikTok alert. Exactly. That's someone doing a doing a little thing with music and words. <laughs> he was just loading up some of his favorites in the background there. TikTok. You know, I mean, like I was thinking this morning, like when people kept talking about a TikTok dance, right? And, you know... I remember a time when all of us, pretty much regardless of what age we were, all of us were too cool to like make a dance video and put it up online. Like we were too cool to do that, you know? And perhaps that was too rigid. Perhaps that was a little bit too rigid, a little bit too self-conscious, you know, a little bit too image obsessed. But even if it was, that pendulum has swung way too far the other way because we should feel some shame in posting our dance videos. If no one feels any shame in posting the dance videos, the dance videos are not worth anything. You know, they, they're like pennies on the ground. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so summer is well underway here. Um, it was, we're, we're recording this, by the way, Thursday, September 7th, um, September. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's underway. I was like, something doesn't September. sound right. 
dead serious. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even catch I didn't even it. Know where they I was literally like, looking at the date on the bottom corner of the computer screen, seven seven twenty two, and I'm like, September seventh. <laughs> which, well, which makes sense that, because yeah, I suppose it does. Look at that. I'm the just Latin speaking, root. Yes. I'm just speaking Latin, guys. <laughs> I was being refined. Um, no, but um, <laughs> excuse me, <clears throat> July seventh, twenty twenty two. Um, it's our usual Thursday night. We're recording a little bit earlier in the evening than usual. So we're just coming off, uh, 4th of July weekend, which, um, we experienced a little bit of in the Monadnock region and I found it very lovely. Right. Um, yeah. What, what? uh, I'll, I'll share. First of all, I have some yeah. friends who made the first, yeah. or first page front page news. Enjoying well, the Ringe festivities. Let's be specific. They are new, new, new Ringians. Ringers? In the Monadnock region, in Ringe. In Ringe, the future. What is <laughs> what is their preferred term? Ringi- ringers? I like Ringers. Ringistanis. Ringistanis. Sam Abbott sold them their home, in fact. Yes. Yes. Get that. Fishing attack and all. Yeah. Um, hey. Okay, nothing, nothing stops Sam from selling that home. <laughs> um, exactly. So, um, so that's cool. That's cool. Um, I mean, there were many, many events every day um, of the whole weekend. And um, am I forget? Did we do something Friday? That's Friday what I was. Weekend? I swear to we, God, something went on. We went to the pond. Ooh, yeah, we ponded it up. Yes, Friday was day five in a row of my mm. my big pond week. Of the pond, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It was it was it was, it was the homeschool moms summer vacation week. We all like forced each other to go to the pond every single day. By Friday, we were like, "Are we for real doing this?" But we and, did it, and, and, and the we mom loved very it. graciously allowed me to come and tag along once or twice um, during the week. Um, I'm happy to say, I'm blessed to say. That <laughs> um, I was, I was allowed to join. I was allowed to join the homeschool moms um, for some time. I mean, with with no lifeguards, no rules, right? Oh, no rules! It's so good. Yeah, yeah. Cunningham Pond, twenty twenty two. Going to be legends written about this. Um, yeah, and but that um, was that was like a, a a really what's the word I'm looking for for that day? Why not wild? Because that implies things. <laughs> That maybe are not true, but yeah, the yeah. whole playground program was there on the small right. beach that we normally take. So the other beach was like all the other people. And it was almost like a carnival. Like there should have been live music and like a hot dog stand. It was a festive atmosphere. It was, it was festive. A festive That's atmosphere. the word I was wanting. Yeah. Not it wild, was- but festive. For yes. sure. <laughs> there a lot of people there. People kept coming and going. Like it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was, was good. good. It was good. And then um, Saturday, it seems like Saturday was the day of the party, I think. I mean, I had a party. I think some other people were having parties. It was a good, good time. Good time for that. Um, yeah. Friday maybe, night maybe was... Maybe your best party ever, as has been said. Yeah, it has been said. And I, that's how I felt after it was over. I was like, that ah, was the best one yet. Um, yeah, it just turned... You know, sometimes... Sometimes it, I like to throw a good party. I think that they're all good. But sometimes the magic just all comes together and you can't predict it and plan it. You know, it just happens. And this was one of those times we had a great fireworks show. Some of the neighbors came down. 
know your neighbors. Um, and um, JK, they, not only did they come down but, bearing fireworks, I'm sorry, yeah. I talked over you. No, you I just said JK, I don't actually know their names. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I caught their names either. But they, they hung they out with down, us for like an hour, though. They they came down bearing a fireworks gift, mm-hmm. and then we ran out of sparklers. And they're like, "We have tons of sparklers." They went back to their house, came back with sparklers, and then they started like handing out sparklers to all the kids. So they were like, yeah. "Good neighbors." It good was neighbors nice. It was it was really nice. Um, and. Uh, and that was cool. And there was definitely some other people shooting off um, some rockets as well um, in the area because we could hear them. And um, yeah, so that was cool. And then Sunday. What happened on Sunday? Sunday. What happened during the day on Sunday? I don't remember. Nothing. Oh. But at night. <laughs> Greenville. <laughs> Also the future. Greenville and Ringe. I'm telling you guys, in like 15 years, you're going to be like, DiLoretto said it. Um, but I was, yeah, I was very impressed by the, so they do the, this is a tradition that they have called the Midnight Pots and Pans Parade. But the festivities really start a little bit after 11 when they do a fireworks show. And Well, apparently they start at like 8 and they have oh, like really? vendors and food trucks and stuff. They got to promote this more. We're going to help them next year because yeah. more people need to know all that's involved in this because I would have gone there at like at least I wouldn't have gone there from eight to 12, but I would have gone there at like nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock. Um, yeah. You know, it, it um, would have, yeah, it would have been fun. So we got there in time for the fireworks show and I'm like, my experience of it is like, I'm driving to Greenville and I had driven through Greenville like once or twice before, but I'd never like been to Greenville. Yeah. And so I was like, am I going to find this? Like, you know, it's like I go into the past the town lines and I'm like, I don't know. Like where I don't, I didn't look up where to go, where to park. I don't know what's yeah. going on. But like, as I get into town, there's just like people everywhere. Like yeah, kids, moms with babies, like people are just like all over the sidewalk pouring down the streets. I easily found a parking spot and like, went down to join, you know, all of these people that were like starting to gather for the fireworks. And yeah. then you showed up. Yep. We had a great spot to watch the fireworks. I felt great spot. Yep. Right down, right at the intersection of, um, it's like one twenty three and it's yeah. like one twenty three and one twenty three. Yeah. Right. It's where it just like, yeah, it's where it swoops in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and 45 is the other road though. Oh yeah. 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 Yep. Um, yeah. I mean, so I drive through Greenville like twice a week, probably like twice a week. Um, so I kind of figured because I know it's a little town and, um, it, it kind of really only has that one main little drag. And so I, I was like, it's, I was like, I don't know where my concern was parking. I was like, I don't, I mean, I don't know where the hell to park but I knew that the people had to be gathered like right down in that area. So that's where that's, that's why I Mm -hmm. headed there. And, um, you know, midnight parade, strange concept. I've forever called Greenville, the strangest town in New Hampshire. I believe it's one of the youngest towns in New Hampshire as well. It is. Is it the youngest? Like it was off in terms of demographics or like most recently incorporated. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Uh 
it, it's the town's life. It was split off from either Mason or New Ipswich. I can't remember which one, but um, not that long ago. Well, I mean, a long time ago still, but you know, in terms of most of the towns were, the town borders were formed like a couple hundred years ago. Right. At More recently than like 1782, which is. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, you know, and it's, a, it's just has this really quirky character when you walk downtown. I am pretty sure. Um, I mean, I, I haven't looked this up lately, and I do remember when I was looking at Peterborough's master plan, it was Ringe that stuck out, um, and I don't remember any stats on Greenville, but um, I, just anecdotally, I suspect that Greenville has a um, a lower age, um, average age. Well, what we witnessed, right? Like, and oh, so so we watched this great fireworks show surrounded by like kids and young people, and then Chris had a sick kid. So he didn't get yeah, to stay for the I parade. Believe. And I believe it was a real bummer, but there was, was actual bummer. illness involved. So we you know, yep. can forgive him. Um, it wasn't just like someone not being happy to be up at midnight. Um, yeah. But then, so like they leave and it's like 15 minutes till the parade is supposed to start. And I thought that there were like, a good number of people gathered around already, but they started just like absolutely pouring down from mm -hmm. wherever it was that the fireworks had been, you know, set off, I guess at the school. I'm not totally sure with the layout of Greenville, wherever like the vendors and the food were and stuff, they just start pouring down the hill. There's like mm -hmm. the number of people that we had been watching the fireworks with was like a fifth of the people that gathered for this parade. And then like, so then, then the parade starts with like, the the police car that was leading it off or whatever starts like going whoop 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 and like doing its lights just to like get everybody psyched up and then all everyone in the audience starts like banging their pots and pans just like in reply and then finally like at midnight the parade starts and it's like a fairly short parade but it starts with this police car and then there's a couple of decorated trucks you know like there's like the Trump 2024 flag waving truck there's like one truck with some lights on it. There's like a classic car or two. There's a semi. And then like, here's the noise starts. Like the semi comes out just the like front part of it, whatever. It's covered in lights and it starts honking its horn and throwing candy. And then mm -hmm. like after that, everything just gets louder and louder and louder because here come like 20 emergency vehicles from all over the region. And you know how like they'll honk their horn at a parade. You know, mm -hmm. Francis Town mm -hmm. Labor Day comes to mind. You just know, here they come. They're going to honk. You, you cover your ears. You brace for it, right? It is nonstop. Like, they are, like, making every noise that their trucks can make constantly, all at the same time, for the entire length of the parade. And everyone else is, like, banging their pots and pans and screaming in the, in the you know, in the crowd. And it's just, like, this really, like... What did I call it? Like a like a patriotic primal scream. Yeah, like just yeah, like yeah. how much noise can we make <laughs> at midnight to ring in the Fourth of July? You know, yeah. it, yep. it was kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. So I have some facts actually, just just to throw out there for the record. This is hilarious, really. So Greenville is like the so Wikipedia still says one of the youngest, but let's say it's the youngest town in newest town in New Hampshire. Incorporated in 1872. <laughs> so recently. 
Um, and it was, <laughs> it was part of Mason. And um, based on the demographics, at least just loosely detailed in um, Wikipedia, Greenville is slightly younger than average. So, so I'm not wrong about that, but just, I just had to see in comparison, it's not nearly as young as Ringe is. Ringe has a median age of um, 29.7 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, Which is wild. And I'm sure some of that has to do with the college, but that college isn't that big, you know? Um, So I think it has to do with all the Lutherans with 10 children. In Ringe? Yeah. Aren't aren't they all in New Ipswich? They're in Ringe too. Oh, they're yeah, totally. Okay. I should. I gotta be careful, but they are indeed in Ringe. I gotta be, all right, we won't. We don't have to go yeah. too too far into that. Um, maybe that does have something to do with it. Uh, very very well could. It very well could. But Ringe and Greenville, look out for these towns, guys, um, because the future is is going to involve them as players. I'm convinced of it. Uh, but also, Sununu was at this parade. He was riding in one of the fire trucks, which I think is cool. Um, I was I was talking to my dad about this earlier today. Like, he, he you know who he compared, um, and and I don't know how many people listening to this will even get it. Um, if there's any assholes listening, but like he compared Sununu to um, like Tom Menino, um, longtime mayor of Boston, because like Menino was somebody who like it was there was one point in time. And it was while I, th- I believe it was while I was living in Boston around 2002, 2003, when like some staggering number, like 70% of the residents of Boston had like encountered the man directly, like and like shook his hand or something like that. And I, w- and I had, I was one of them, you know, the guy, this guy was everywhere. He was like one of the best retail politicians I've ever seen in my life. <clears throat> and so is Chris Sununu. Um, he's like that. That's why he was at this place. That's why this guy is going to win at- anytime he's up for reelection, as long as he wants, because um, he's good. He's good. He's a he's a nice seeming guy. He comes to the Greenville pots and pans, you know. Um, he hangs out with the firefighters. Like these are these are the things that you gotta do as a politician. And that's a great segue to But wait, this, if I may. Easton, okay, go ahead. Easton, New Hampshire, eighteen seventy six. Oh, no shit. Okay. Grafton County, fucking Easton. Fuck you. Should be Greenville. Yeah. Fuck that. You ruined Chris's segue. It was no, well, anyway, <laughs> <a> segue. <laughs> it was a good one. I, you know, I I'm a big fan of the segue myself, and I was I was going to do this one if he so, didn't. Well, so so, well, please, so please. Just, I'll just start it over and just say Chris Sununu, phenomenal politician. He's really good at the retail politics for meeting ordinary people going out there and being a you know at, at once smooth and an ordinary uh, fellow. And um, another, perhaps seemingly skilled politician who could be coming out of the woodwork that I want to talk about is who I would like to have on the program, I think, because I'm so intrigued. And this is going to sound funny coming from me, but I'm talking about the current, he's in his second term as mayor of, I say the word without choking, mayor of Keene, George Hansel. Now, my interest in George started just like a couple days ago when I was at the at the dump in Peterborough, um, and I was coming out of the dump and in in a prime stretch of real estate, you know, where a lot of 
folks have to drive by is coming out of the dump in that one-way lane. There's a big sign, Hansel, for, con- for U.S. Congress. I said, Hansel, well, it's not that common of a last name. I said, I bet you, I bet you that's the fellow from Peterborough. I mean, from Keene, excuse me, um, from Keene. And I knew, I, so what I knew about him before then is young guy. He's like 36 years old. He's younger than me. Um, he's in his second term. I knew he was very popular. Um, to confirm that, I looked it up. And he won his first election with like 52% of the vote in 2019. He won his re-election in 2021 with 91% of the vote. Um, wow. Yes, overwhelming majority in every one of Keene's, um, I, I forget if they call them districts or boroughs or what, but um, every single one of them just crushed it, 91%. Here's the kicker, and this is, this is what really intrigued me. Um, he's a Republican. He's a Republican, and that shocked me for a couple of reasons. Now, number one, I figured Southwest New Hampshire, not one of the rural towns, um, young, popular, yeah, polished. And no offense to Republicans, but Republicans in New Hampshire are not always super polished. Um, you know, he looks like a he look he looks like a Democrat. Um, and for the record, I don't vote for either party, so I'm not coming down on either side here. Um, he, but to me, he looks like a Democrat and, um, he, um, and, and Keen, because I had to look this up too, because I had to, because Keen went 70% for Joe Biden in, wow. in 2020, 70%. Um, this is a pretty reliably and has been for the whole 20 years I've been in New Hampshire, pretty reliably democratic city. Um, you know, not, it's not Hanover, you know, but it's pretty reliably democratic. And, you know, they voted 91% for, you know, this, this young Republican fellow. Um, this is, we're reaching about the extent of my understanding and knowledge of all of this, you know, so I don't have that many more facts to share. I'm guessing, I'm inferring from what I've read and from what I've seen that George Hansel is probably not a Trump Republican. He does not seem that way. Um, I assume that um, he uh, couldn't. I, I just can't imagine that this guy in a in a seventy thirty Biden Trump town could have won with ninety one percent of the vote one year later in the same place. If if he had at any point expressed any support for Donald Trump, I mean that we all know how polarizing you know, the, the whole Trump thing is and how, you know, you must be on one side or the other. People stop talking to friends and family members over this and think that's normal. It's not, it's not normal for the record. Unequivocal. I want to be unequivocal about that. That is not normal or good behavior. Um, anyways, um, (laughs) but that's how people are. That's how it is. Right. And so I just can't, he, he can't either. He has said nothing about it either way like a skilled politician, or he's not a Trump guy. Um, that's just my educated guess is what I'm saying. But I believe he's running in a primary. I assume he has opponents. I don't think he has the nomination locked up. Um, he's running for our congressional district over here on this side of the state. He, uh, I was also intrigued. Oh and, oh, and another thing, and this is important to point out too, because I was like, because part of me was like, did he never tell anyone that he was a Republican? before running for Congress, you know, like, did he, um, cause you know, you don't necessarily have to 
uh, declare party. Although it does turn out that in his initial election, it was against Democrat Mitch uh, Mitch Green Greenwald. Is that his name? Big real big real estate guy in Keene. Um, I think his name is Greenwald. Um, he let me just call this up real quick. Uh, so it does seem like that was a Republican versus Democrat race explicitly, but even before then, uh, he won the Republican primary as a candidate for Cheshire eight to the New Hampshire House of Representatives. Um, you know, so he ran in the Republican primary and lost in the general election to a Democrat. So he was known as early as 2014 as an even younger lad. Uh, he would he would have been 28 years old at the time uh, as a Republican. So not a secret. Um, and that's interesting to me, a, someone who is a good enough politician to run in a democratic town as a Republican. I mean, that, 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 I mean, not to keep making Massachusetts comparisons, I'm really sorry, but that, that reminds me of like a Charlie Baker type situation, you know, or even Chris Sununu when he first got elected, because New Hampshire was much more blue at that moment in time than, uh, it is, uh, than I think I would describe it as today. I mean, New Hampshire goes up and down, so this isn't like necessarily a, a single trend line or anything, but like the moment at the moment that Sununu was initially elected, New Hampshire was a little bit bluer, in my opinion. It, my, that's my sense based on everything that I know. It's not just my opinion. Um, it's my assessment um, than it is now. So not too much unlike Sununu initially, but definitely, you know, a Republican governor in Massachusetts, that kind of thing that takes skill. That's a, you, you have to be very skilled at what you're doing in order to reach people on that level especially today when people vote very much on party lines. Um, so I'm intrigued by this guy. I think at some point I'm going to reach out to him and ask him on the program, even though we don't typically invite Keen people on. He has his own radio show on the Keen radio station, which of course I don't listen to, um, the radio station, I mean. Um, but I am intrigued enough to go, they're all online. Like I'm, I'm intrigued enough to go on the website and check them out because yeah. I, uh, now I'm curious. I knew he was a young guy. I've got like 50 mutual Facebook friends with him. So he, I know that he is, he spreads himself around, you know, like I know that he is known, even though I've never met him, I've never heard his voice. I don't, I don't know the guy. Um, but I knew he was my age, which is interesting. It's mayor of Keene and, you know, very interesting, you know, and all this stuff. But now that I know that he's, he's a Republican and isn't necessarily towing anybody's line. Now I really, now I kind of want to talk to the guy. Um, so we'll see. George, I bet you you don't listen to this program, but if any of your people do, and you are polished enough that I suspect you have people, um, come on the program anytime. I, like I said, I think I'm going to try. I don't know if I'll reach out to you via Facebook. He's got a campaign website that doesn't have a lot of good contact um, ability on there, but I'm sure it's not that hard to get. He's a mayor. Not that hard to get a hold of him, I'm sure. Um, Important things happen on Facebook Messenger, you know. That's could right. Be another I one could of just, I, and like, I'm sure, like, if I don't know him at all, and we have that many mutuals, he probably accepts all requests. So um, I, I could just become friends with him and subject him to my ridiculous Facebook feed, and at the same time send him a message and ask him to come on the program. Um, Maybe he'll be so intrigued by you that he will have to say yes. That is my hope. Yeah, that is, that's exactly what I'm hoping for here. Um, so yeah, I just, that's not, you know, normally we don't voluntarily talk about Keenan unless we're bashing the chamber of commerce, which Luca, you have not, you said you wanted to chat and 
I offered to chat and never heard back. So just for the record, everybody, we did invite Luca on, but maybe we'd rather have George Hansel on as our first keen guest. Um, you know, it could be, it could be interesting. <laughs> so what else, what else we got going on? Actually, before we get to, before we kind of close it out with some miscellaneous, I do want to just mention again. We we've teased this before, and we're going to tease it a little bit further this time. But the night market is coming up. By the time this episode comes out, it will be about almost exactly a month away on on the evening of August twelfth from five to nine p.m. And what we can say that we couldn't say last time is that it is official. We are doing you know if we if we want to use the parlance of the twenty tens, a pop up space lounge. We're going to have our own area, likely going to be on the library patio, that is run by GOMO slash MU. Um, and we're going to have an as yet unnamed jazz trio to close it out. But um, we're, we're going to be doing a, a basically a live program. We're going to have some guests come up that we're going to talk. We're going to, we're going to host it, as, as we always host in the Space Lounge um, together. And we're going to have a little, you know, we'll have some dramatic skits. Probably have a couple literary readings, a lot of jokes, and we'll end with some jazz. Uh, really stoked about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is your chance to come and see us, have some laughs with us. If you're that kind of person, you can throw rotten tomatoes or eggs at us, you know, if that's your kind of thing. If, you know, um, we, we, ha we have enemies sometimes. Um, you know where to find us. We're going to be on the library patio up on stage having a blast just like with like i said music drama literature and there's going to be a bunch of vendors there as well with stuff for sale so we're like this is going to be this is not separate from this is a wing of the night market and we could not possibly be more excited about it um it's like we've sort of dreamed about doing this in the past and um now we're going to do it so big thanks for um to roy Roy Schlieben for um, inviting us along on this journey. He's the real night market hero um, who made this a thing. Absolutely one of like the top two events in Peterborough um, in, a, in a given year that it happens, um, 100%. And uh, it's, it's his brainchild, and he has uh, moved a lot of boulders to make it happen. Uh, and so as, as people who like to try to move boulders ourselves to, um, create things out of nothing, we have immense respect for Roy and what he has done, uh, with this. And so we couldn't be, just couldn't be happier. If you can't hear in my voice, see it in my face to be a part of this, to have like a little wing, um, uh, uh, that, that is the space lounge. Um, you know, we've, th this'll be really our first, our first live GOMO tonight event. Um, so super exciting. We will talk about this a whole bunch of times between now and then, but wanted to get that dialogue started and get people hyped. Mark that on your calendar. It's a Friday night. Don't, don't go anywhere. Don't do anything else. You don't No camping. You don't want to do that. This is better than camping. If you're going camping somewhere, I don't care where it is. This is better. You don't want to sleep outside. Nobody needs to do that. Our ancestors absolved us of that. Anyways, what um, I know we have a couple of really good um, police log um, items to perhaps talk about. We do. Two that I wanted to, to bring to everyone's attention here. I'm going to go in reverse chronological order. We've got on Saturday, June 25th, a report of criminal mischief. 
At 2.26 a.m., a resident drove to the police department to report someone had slashed his tires. Officer Sheehan checked all four tires, which appeared to be new with no damage. (laughs) Officer Hyland checked the tire pressure and was all set. The subject was advised to speak with the people that installed the tires if he continues to have a pressure problem. Yeah, and as as we were talking amongst ourselves before the program, it's like, this sounds like something that somebody would do if they were, like, fucked up or something, you know? But, like, (laughs) I assume since this guy was, like, talking to police officers, like, in his car, like, with his car that he brought there for them to check out, that there might have been a different write-up in the police report if he were actually intoxicated. So what's up with this dude? How do you think that your brand-new tires have been... Not just... Because like I could I could buy brand new tires and I think I'm having a pressure problem and I'm gonna go back to the tire people and be like, hey, I think there's a leak, right? But like, how do you imagine that someone <laughs> slashed your tires, that there's a slash in them, and that that's what's wrong on your brand new unpunctured tires, and then go take it to the cops and, and drive <laughs> it there as well? I think that's also worth right. out. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what? When I was reading it just now, there's a detail. It's like, it's unclear to me where it says officer Highland checked the tire pressure and was all set. Does that mean that there was actually a pressure problem that officer Highland was able to correct? Or did he check it and see that the pressure was fine and he was all set? Like right. the, the wording is a little vague. I'm not sure. Yep. It does change. It changes the tone of the story a bit. Like, whether or not there was an actual pressure problem, I feel. Yep. The slash, slash and a pressure problem are two wildly different things, though. You know? <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> that's why it's so correct. weird. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but one is like, I'm completely delusional and I'm driving around on tires that are fine. At 2 or, in the morning. Or I have a pressure problem and that's the only thing I can think of. And it's, it's a little crazy. It's like really crazy versus a little crazy. (laughs) They're both kind of crazy. I mean, you like the the level of paranoia that you have to have to immediately assume with your pressure problem that it's been an attack, you know, like I've, I've been been assailed. My vehicles. (laughs) Yes. Someone has sabotaged me. (laughs) But imagining the sabotage. Yeah. As well as imagining a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah, I know. No, That's I like know. a double, double it is, No, it's double. It, it's double. It, it, it is. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Well, I hope, I hope that person's all right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So do I. You're That's listening it. to the program and would like to explain what happened here. Let us know. <laughs> okay. But speaking of stories that really demand an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very brief police log. I truly don't know anything more about this, despite my privileged position with regard to rec. But on Wednesday, June 22nd at 1:17 AM subjects found camping at Adams playground were found to be rec department staff. <laughs> <laughs> Now, is, is this something you could have found out about last night if you had gone to the rec committee meeting? I I will never know, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess you'll never know. I guess you'll never know. Maybe we Although can ask this was, was Bill there. 
Was that? Was Bill, Ta- Bill Taylor was probably there, right? I don't know. Yeah, we should. We could ask him maybe. Yeah, this was in today's paper, so I wouldn't have no, known so to ask about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know what what. Yes, I I want to know. I want. I mean, yeah, what what like yeah. <laughs> Were they te- like testing it with see? You know what I mean? Like that's. I'm just trying to figure out what possible reason there could be for camping, like setting up tents at the playground. I mean, you're you're assuming there were tent. Like who knows? Who knows what this camp? Wow. This camping. Well, right, but I, well, I guess. <laughs> they I just imagine camping, in the car. Right? They did say camping. They did say camping, which I guess in my mind does imply a tent. Yeah, but doesn't have to be. It, you know. Right. Yeah, I just feel like if there were like people like laying there in sleeping bags, <laughs> the report <laughs> might read something like there were some individuals sleeping at the place. You know, like, I don't know. I just feel like they yeah, might have worded it differently. You that's know, true. or or just trespassing. You know what I mean? Like usually, like without a structure, I feel like it, it has to be. I mean, either a tent or a fire, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> or at least a couple chairs in a circle or something. Like you know what I mean? Something to make this a camp. You know, yeah. As opposed there to is, like, a there spot. is a fire pit. Maybe they were just like enjoying that. Maybe they were. Where's the fire pit? <laughs> I don't think I knew there was a fire pit. Oh yeah, they've had like some some fire pit events there. Well, was, were those the socially distanced bonfires? They they were. Yeah, well, that's but why that's I don't like know about them. Circles around their fire pit, which is there all the time. Whether or not you, I love, I love the. I'm sorry, we we do pick on the rec department a lot, but I did. That was that was one of those egregious offenses, along the lines of the search your kid's bedroom one. But this was just like it was literally billed as a come and meet other families and new people. Also, limited attendance, and you must stay with your group socially distance. And I was like. <laughs> and this was like well like way and it was an outdoor event like way be like way after like we all knew that like you can't you basically just can't catch covid outside yeah this and, is like last fall it was yeah, like less than a year like ago not, we weren't in the middle of the like this there wasn't an excuse really for this it was just bad um but yeah so that's why i don't know about the fire pit i guess um yeah but also Rec department staff, like, were they lifeguards? My immediate question. <laughs> oh, God. All right, listen. If anybody's listening to this episode and they've listened to this far, if it was the lifeguards camping at the thing, I'm not trying to pick on them. I swear to God. I, don't, I mean I them no ill will. I time if it was. I mean them no ill will. I hope they had fun. I'm glad they were there and not at the pond. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, my bad. Um, yeah. Well, what do we say? Uh, we're at an hour and three. So that that's probably a good note to wrap it on. I think that unsolved mystery. Yeah. <laughs> Semi solved mystery. This is another one where if anybody has any more information <laughs> <laughs> about this incident, uh, I, I mean, I was saying to these guys, I'm like, you know, like when we read these police logs, right? But like there's in almost all of these cases, there is a police report that exists somewhere that has more details and is longer that is publicly available. I just, 
So, there's going to come a time where we want to file a freedom of information request for records from the town. And I don't want to be that guy who's like o- overburdening departments of the town with ridiculous requests, as some others have done over the last couple of years. You know, we don't want to we don't want to bother them with things, with frivolous requests. So I'm probably not going to waste a FOIA request on the, the rec staff at Adams Lake. Probably, you know, it, I'm sure it's there, though. Um, you know, but if anybody just wants to volunteer this information so that a town employee doesn't have to do it, um, we're curious to sell. We're ready to hear the story. And and, until, and until we hear the story, we will just let our imaginations go wild with, with what that could be. Um, speaking of imagination, we'd like to thank as always our sound Lord, Chad Patterson, who is a veritable wizard when it comes to the audible arts, Sam, I mean, Sam, Chad, excuse me, whose name, <laughs> whose name I do in fact remember Chad was at our party in as, as I, as I mentioned in the previous episode, he came in his civilian capacity, not as a sound Lord or producer or band member, um, because Chad does like, Sound, editing, mixing, production, etc. Anything that you can think of. Setups, whatever. As part of his Studio117.net, which we will have in the show notes. But he is also the driving force behind one of, I would say, 2022's top debut dad rock cover band in the state. In the effing state. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. In fact, including parts of Massachusetts. These guys have been gotten bookings like every weekend and then some all over the place. Down by 10 is their name. And they can come to any event that you're doing as long as it's a day that they're not booked. But seriously, if you've got things coming up in the fall and even like the holiday season, you should get in touch with these guys now um, because they are booking up that far in advance. Really exciting stuff. Down by 10. Chad's a great guy. He does all this for us. He's a saint, in fact, actually, for doing that. Um, so shout out to Chad. He's responsible for, if you're hearing this and you like the sound quality and you know, you like the way that the music blends in. And this is true today of our video watchers as well, because we now have a video version each week with Chad, which Chad has helped, um, get our theme music into and, and get the edited quality because again, he's the man. If you enjoy that stuff, it's Chad who's responsible for that. So look him up. For any of your needs, musical or sound related. That's our show for this week. Thank you very much for joining us. George Hansel, we are coming for you, buddy. We're going to get you on here. All right. Enjoy the summer, everybody. This is the greatest goddamn time of the year. Everything is great. Come down to the festive pond. Take a trip to the beach. Do what you got to do. Shoot off some fireworks. Who cares about the dogs, right? All right. Thank you for coming along. Until we meet again, and we will be back on a on once a week cadence for at least the next few weeks. So, until next week, as you go about in the sunshine, hopefully not pissing off too many dogs, hopefully not camping where you're supposed to. Whichever of the things that you do, though, that stay within or outside of the line, remember to take good advice. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time.